Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? Super Bowl week, Chris. It's, it's, well, I guess it's been Super Bowl week, but now it's Wise Guys Super Bowl week. And sadly, I don't I should have I shouldn't have started with that. I mean, we got we gotta push that back. We had a busy day yesterday with I'm trying to sit in class, I'm trying to pay attention. How am I supposed to pay attention when freaking James Harden's getting traded to the San <laughs> I got out just in time. My last class, I end early on Tuesdays and Thursdays. My last class ended at like 140, 1.30. And that was like right as dominoes started falling. I was, so uh, I just came home and like everything went down over the next couple hours. It was awesome. I was in an interview to be like a, some like peer leader for something. And I was like, ah, I'll, I'll go to this interview and stuff. And I'm sitting there. <laughs> And I used to look in the like my uh, fraternity group chat. James Harden officially on the Sixers. I was like, oh. mm-hmm. so I just didn't pay attention. <laughs> I, like it was a group interview. I was like, I was spacing in and out. Not gonna lie, <laughs> I was in and out. I had to, you know, to I had imagine to all the scenarios that were gonna yeah, play out in your head. On. All right, so let's talk about it. The official trade it finally happened. We, I mean, we look like fools. We thought we were gonna. We we said that it wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> That it was, did. Well, like Woj said, it wasn't going to happen, so it wasn't like it was a bad bet. That's true. That's true. So the official trade is Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, two first-round picks for James Harden and Paul Millsap. My initial reaction was, I can't wait to see Ben Simmons beat the 76ers in the playoffs. <laughs> he so, fits really well. He fits great, but he just the only issue is he needs to actually like we we haven't seen him play in a year. But yeah. Well, I and think they need to get Durant back. Yes, they definitely they're the eight seed right now. No, they definitely need Durant right back, especially if they just lost to the Wizards, which we'll get to them later. But that was an epic game. <laughs> um all right, well, and here's the other thing. James Harden fits perfectly with the um the 76ers as well. I think mm-hmm. Both guys got exactly what they were looking for. Clearly, Harden, what a baby, man. Like, he is, like, the, the biggest the baby in the league. The report that came out that was, like, Harden wants a trade from the Nets, but he doesn't want people to know that yes. he wants a trade from the Nets. And it's like, who are you fooling? And it's like, what if that comes out, he might as well just request for a trade at that point. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, oh, everyone, it's not like everyone knows why he's sitting out games. Or if he just randomly got traded to the Sixers, do you think they would have been like, oh, like, oh my God. <laughs> what? Harden wanted out. No I can't way. believe That's they, like, I can't believe they did Harden dirty like that. Like, no. Yeah, he sat, they sat him five games in a row and then traded him. <laughs> wow, the Nets are a terrible organization. Yeah, like, James Harden, who are you fooling? I can't believe we said this uh, last episode. I can't believe we come to the point where we're feeling bad for Kevin Durant. Yeah, and it's unbelievable. Now it's going to be – I think this will be kind of like a, a legacy changer if he can win with these two nutcases on his team. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, they are nutcases. They are a detriment to their former teams, but they're really good basketball players yep. that are really going to help out what this Nets team does. And I think getting Steph Curry, Seth Curry and getting Andre Drummond really help with depth within the uh, the team that they had none of. Yeah, that was, like, the biggest thing that they need. Like, they didn't need any picks or anything. They needed just guys that can come in that are, like, just professional basketball players, and that's what these guys are. 
I am shocked. Like Curry and Drummond, they're not world beaters or anything. They're not going to, like, change your team dramatically. But, like, Curry can shoot and Drummond can play down low. And they just needed guys, <laughs> like, honestly. And they needed a big man, I think. I think Drummond's really going to help them. They had they, – they had – they didn't have any – they have Nicholas Claxton, Claxton, which is, like – I don't know. He's like 22 years old. So this is like a real actual veteran that plays plays pretty hard, I think. He played pretty well for the Sixers this year. And what surprises me is how it seemed like it turned into the Nets being desperate at the end. You know? They, how so? Because the Sixers waited, they waited, they waited. And everyone called him a fool for waiting. And then they actually mm. got exactly what they wanted the whole time. And Yeah, that's true. But they didn't have to give up Maxi or Thibel or any of their young guys that they actually like. Of course, they got rid of Seth Curry and Drummond, who is gonna hurt when they're not there, especially when when eventually Embiid gets hurt. Um, but the 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 fact that they didn't give them up shows me that the Nets were like, all right, this this guy James Harden is a nutcase. He's yeah. gonna just leave in free agency, so we might as well get rid of him. Also. And, the picks that they gave up, like when you look into how those picks are structured, like they're protected, I think top eight, and then it gets like pushed back and they're still protected. There's a way, it's funny, with the NBA, they have so much these random protections where I'm pretty sure with this pick, it's like top eight protected or they can just push it back to next year and it's like top mm-hmm. six protected. And then yeah. they can even do it again and it's top four protected. Like it doesn't make any sense. But right, yeah. I, I, uh, and a huge thing for Philly is that they might have given up those picks that they don't care about. And now Harden, he he already opted into his player option, so you have him for next year. My question is, is he going to request a trade next year as well? <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I mean, he just doesn't seem like a guy who fits in Philadelphia. Ignoring the fit on the floor. Just thinking about like the way that he oh, was. He's gonna love them cheesesteaks, though. <laughs> he's gonna love them. Cheese- well, you know what's gonna happen. I'll, I'll give you exactly what's gonna happen. They're gonna flare out in the playoffs, maybe even mm. lose to the Nets, and then all the Sixers fans are gonna be mad at Harden for flaring mm-hmm. out in the playoffs, and then he's gonna be pissed and want to leave. Yeah, well, like you think <laughs> there are there are certain guys who like can handle Philly, and there's guys that can't, like Embiid. We'll just give it right back to him. Like, Embiid yeah. doesn't play around. He doesn't care. So they respect that. Harper's the same way. Um, and then you get guys like Donovan McNabb, who he gets booed at the draft, and then he, like, cries about it for his entire career. <laughs> like, there are guys that just don't handle it well. And I don't think, like, Harden doesn't seem like he will. <laughs> and it no, doesn't, based- like, you saw what happened to Wentz. Guys like that, like, they'll, they get run out of town. No, they do get run out of town. And... He's gonna be, he's gonna be have a contract up at thirty three years old, and they're gonna have to pay him a max contract for probably like five years at thirty three years yeah. old. So the fact that the Nets got rid of a guy who is inefficient this season, an ISO selfish player that has been proven not to win in the playoffs for a twenty five year old all all defensive player runner-up for Defensive Player of the Year last year, and mm-hmm. has been the two like full seasons he's played has been an all-star and all-pro in both of those seasons. Yeah. So when you put it into perspective that way, 
Ben Simmons doesn't look that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, Especially when you don't need his offensive production. Yeah, well, that's why he fits so well, because yeah. they on the Sixers, he was like the second best player, and you expect him to be the second scoring option, and he literally couldn't. He couldn't be that guy. No, he couldn't do it. So now they have two of the best scores in the NBA, and you don't really need it to. But you look at it from the Sixers side, you say all that, and it seems like they got robbed. But chances of winning a championship just went up dramatically. No, they... I know. I don't. I don't like Harden. I'll preface it by that. I don't like the way that he plays. I think he chokes in the playoffs, and I think he's soft. But <laughs> Simmons wasn't gonna play. No, exactly. And Harden is like I don't know how many All Stars he has. So I'm pulling up his and scoring titles, and he's an MVP, seven time All NBA, a three time scoring champ. Like he's legit. <laughs> no, of course he's legit, and I I just think. When they give, when they give Ben Simmons, who has been an as an a, an asset that no one has seen, and the the fact that he is going to be able to actually play on this team, where and he and the best part actually is that he's going to have a couple weeks or at least where he's going to be able to play with just Kyrie for whatever their away games are. Um, and just all those bums that are on their team now, so he can get mm-hmm. back into the flow, warm back up, and Kevin Durant can see what he can do. You know, he can see what he has to do and what he can teach. Because when you have mentors, like the one way to fix basketball is when you have mentors like Kevin Durant and, and maybe not Kyrie Irving, but you have Kevin Durant on your team. He can fix you when you play basketball. Mm-hmm. Like this is a guy that people compared to LeBron at the beginning of his career. And I know he hasn't stepped up, and I know he's not going to shoot like that, but he doesn't need to here, where Harden, all I've seen the past, the whole year is just him being fat, hurt, lazy, uncommitted. And I just feel like that, I, of course, their championship odds went skyrocketing. I mean, they, they didn't even have Ben Simmons playing, but I, I think they're, they're, they're getting... They're getting a James Harden that they're they're expecting a James Harden that they're not getting. It's possible, but there's also a chance that he was just fat and lazy because he didn't want to be there, and now where he's somewhere he wants to be, like he'll actually look good. Because I feel like that happened last year, or not last year, two years ago. No, last year, last year year when he got traded to the the Nets. (laughs) Like at the end of his Houston days, he was fat and lazy and he wasn't playing well, and then he went to the Nets and he was like a whole other player. It That's just, true. we'll see if it's a cycle where you only get a couple good months out of him before he decides. Yeah, and where when is he going to wear down? Him. Yeah. And, <clears throat> I don't know, it's it's the main thing is, it's that playoff record, man. You get a, you yeah. get a proven loser. That's what you just traded for, a proven loser. Mm-hmm. So Well, and it's not like Embiid's won anything either. No, exactly. This whole Sixers so. team hasn't won anything ever. So, I think that I mean, it was a great trade for both teams. I think both teams had to do it. I, and I think both teams are now in contention to win the title. And do I you think know that, that the Nets are the betting favorite to win the title this year right now? I wouldn't go that far. The betting they favorite are. out of everybody? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's ridiculous. But, if, but if this Ben Simmons works out, it's going to be like, it's, it's literally, they just traded for their own Draymond Green. And they have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. And now Seth Curry, 
Yeah, they have shooters now. They have shooters, and Seth Curry play like you know he's short and can't do too much on defense. But him and Drummond will pl- like play their heart out in defense. Uh, Simmons will lock down. Like he'll just he's like a go dog. Just be like go guard Drew Holiday. Don't mm-hmm. let him score any points, and he won't. Yeah. So yeah, he did to Trey Young a couple times. Yeah, he murdered Trey Young. Uh, so. I think it's a great team for a great trade for both teams, and that's where I'm going to leave it. Yeah. Anyway, all right. I agree. So next up, we have uh, let's talk about your Zards. <laughs> um. Oh wait, I was going to talk. I mean, I'm excited. Talk about what? what were you going to say? No, no, no. I, I wrote that I was going to talk about Celtics first, but whatever. Go talk about the Zards. Oh, okay. <laughs> I already started it. I forget which one I put first, but it doesn't matter. Okay. So, um. <laughs> so. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I know. I, anyway, I think, I think that I'm excited. You think that but, you're excited? Well, I like Porzingis, and you know how I feel about Bertans, and Dinwiddie's been a massive disappointment, and no one liked either of them, so they were literally dead weight. You might as well ship them off for whatever you can get, and Porzingis, like. It's a good haul to get I don't back. Know. <laughs> this is so I, when when he went to the Mavs for the first time, I thought that they were gonna like win the finals with him and Luca playing together. So like it's still in the back of my head, like this guy's a machine. But I don't I don't know. I haven't watched enough of him. His numbers are still solid, not like anything crazy. But like he should be an all star level player. He is I mean, he's the unicorn. We we've seen him mm-hmm. since since he got drafted. Uh, you're right. When that Mavericks trade happened, I, it was like the end of the world. The Knicks fans were were done. They they were on. They wanted to like switch over, uh, like switch teams. Um, they, it was a travesty when it comes to the Knicks side. And now, ever since they got traded there, Porzingis is just. I I think he just doesn't like Luca. To be honest, he just yeah. he hasn't uh, bought in. I feel like he's always injured. And why not take that risk? You have Bertans mm-hmm. where you. Spend him eighty million dollars on him. Dinwiddie, who literally on the team didn't work. Reports came out that no one liked him, <laughs> and you get Porzingis here. And at first, when I saw the Montres Herald trade, I was like, "Oh, all right, that know. one I didn't like." I was like, "That was kind of a crappy trade." But now you replace Harold with Porzingis. You just got nothing for Harold. That was the issue. Is that you got absolutely nothing. you got Ish back. Uh, Wizards legends is Smith. There, oh. When I saw that tweet, I thought you were joking. No. Oh, that is absolutely brutal. It's a DH Gate one. It's probably the nicest made DH Gate jersey that I've ever gotten. And now it's just a relic. That is so brutal. (laughs) When I saw that, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Especially, you got nothing for him. Vernon Carey is. I don't even know who that guy back. is. I know. I said uh, Wizards legend is Smith. <laughs> Vernon Carey, I thought might be decent. I, I mean, you got it. Yeah, college. he's a Duke player. He's twenty years and old. So. And then I saw his numbers, and I was like, yikes. I I don't know how much he played though. Like, did he did he play at all? Because he really? he he was the thirty second pick. So. I don't know, but he's a Duke he's guy. Always upside. Always oh, upside. He's, been, he's probably been hurt this year. He's only played four games. Yeah, yeah, always upside. So, yeah, I guess I like the upside. I mean, they don't, don't need a center. <laughs> no, they don't, but whatever. 
the Port- I love the Porzingis trade, though. I think this is great. You have him. You have Kuzma. And Kuzma is becoming, like, your star. He is our, he's our best player. It, it, you have him, Kuzma, and maybe this, like, it, this is the only thing. If Porzingis plays his heart out, you can. it makes sense to re-sign Bradley Beal finally. This now gives you a chance to actually that's, re-sign well, that's Bradley That's why I think Beal. with the move, the move, that's what the goal of it was. It was, okay, you can't play with Dinwiddie. Let's bring in someone that you probably will be able to play with and function with. Now will you please resign? That's my guess. I I had thought that he was going to resign anyways. Like I think the, whatever if as long as they pay him, he's going to resign. But I don't know. You think he'll leave? Anymore. I would leave. I mean, I would too, but <laughs> 200 200 million dollars is hard to pass up. But Yeah, I guess. The Now you have like another star you know you have a guy that you can claim as a star you're right he's an all-star level talent it's there it's in there somewhere we've seen it Uh uh-huh we've seen it happen and maybe just him and luca just weren't it and when i the the thing about this trade is i don't know what the hell the mavericks are doing i think this is a terrible trade for the mavericks (laughs) i don't know i mean obviously it wasn't working with porzingis so they had to try something but, but Dinwiddie is atrocious. Dinwiddie like he's dead weight. loves to have the ball in his hand. Mm-hmm. And you know who else loves to have the ball in his hand? Luka Doncic, <laughs> who's <laughs> way better than Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> also, they have Jalen Brunson, who they could have flipped because he's an unrestricted free agent, and they're not. Other teams can pay him more money than the Mavericks can. Right. I don't know how that works, by the way, but they can, and. <laughs> Now they have all their cap space taken up by Davis Pertons. So I don't know what the hell they're doing. I guess they get sh- I guess they get shooting from Davis Pertons, but No, not really though. Yeah, that's exactly. When I saw that he was part of that deal, I did laps around my apartment. I was oh, I, at first it was just Spencer Dinwiddie and I was like, "Oh, like pretty good deal for the uh the Wizards." And then uh I saw <laughs> that Davis was in it, and I was like, "Holy crap! They just got rid of Davis for nothing. I mean, for Porzingis. Like, what a dub! <laughs> what an absolute dub!" Yeah, that was a good feeling. This is the the Trez one bothers me. I mean, great like, job I by don't... the Hornets. I don't know how that that was even possible. The, I guess the the Wizards were thinking like maybe they had they knew they were getting Porzingis and. Mm-hmm. They were like, we can, Montrez is expendable now. I kind of would want Montrez on the team to, like, toughen him up. Well, that's what I was thinking when I, I tweeted about that, when I said we just got rid of the hardest player in the league and acquired the softest. Yeah. Because Harrod, like, I don't know. I guess it probably wasn't a great fit, but he was just so fun to watch because of the way he plays. Like, every game he's – I think he might punch someone in the face or – dive into the crowd for a ball like he's just he brings energy he so, does and I who doesn't love that i like that yeah especially when there's so many soft like players in the nba where it's mm-hmm. it's nice to see a refreshing change of someone who will get in your face and he's a good he's a decent player and the, the only thing that i would like i wouldn't be that i wouldn't feel that bad he's been on like seven teams already in the nba so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so like i wouldn't feel that bad about it i guess yeah it does suck you have a jersey, though. Yeah, that's a real shame. <laughs> oh, well. 
I'll get a Porzingis one, and then they'll flip him in the offseason. I, I I like I think Porzingis can be a staple in DC. Let's get him. I in hope there. so. Let's get him in there. I hope I really do. So winners and losers. I think Wizards won the Porzingis trade. Losers Mavericks, but mm-hmm. then the other way around for the Charlotte trade. Yeah, definitely. And did you guys even save any money? Like, is that something you we got done? money for Aaron Holiday? I did see that. Yeah, you guys got cash for Aaron Holiday, which mm-hmm. I always thought Aaron Holiday was like at least decent. I forgot he was on the team until we traded him. That's fair. And that and that's why you got money for him. <laughs> so I'll take that one. So But they have like they don't have a point guard right now. I mean ish, I guess. Return, ish of, return of the ish. Yeah. Return of the, the ish. That's the starting point guard on this team. What about shooting guard? Oh, KCP. KCP. I guess. KCP. Yeah. So th- that's the problem is like Beal's out the rest of the year. So you are running with Ish, KCP, Uzma, Porzingis, and, I don't know, Denny. I don't know. You guys were on the tank section anyways. Like, you guys were ready to tank anyways. Ever since yeah, I, the Bradley well, once Beal went out, it yeah. was, there was no shot. But, but it's all right. Yeah. You guys just beat the, net, the, the, the Nets with no one on them right now. So Actually, yeah. Kyrie played, but Play, still, and still, nobody else. Still got the dub. Uh, the Celtics. It all, it all comes down to what they do with Beal. That's the last thing I'll say. Yeah, that's fair. I I think, I I think he either leaves in free agency. Actually, never mind. I, it, never mind. There's no other options. He I think he just leaves in free agency. That's what I'm gonna think happens. Perfect. A sign and trade would be fine. A sign and trade. As long as he yeah. doesn't just straight up leave, that would be that would be that pretty brutal. That'd be pretty brutal. That would be really tough, especially because there's <laughs> so many opportunities to flip him. There has, I know, it's been so many years of, well, you know he's going to leave eventually, and then now mm-hmm. it's now it's here. Now he's leaving eventually. Eventually is now. <laughs> the future has arrived. Uh, so the Boston Celtics, this, I started off the day, uh, remember how excited I came in after that podcast with, uh, with Mr. Bol Bol and PJ mm-hmm. Dozier? They had a great career on the Celtics. Neither of them <laughs> missed, missed a shot. Um. I, I thought that was stupid. Like, they got under the luxury <laughs> tax, and I was like, great. Got under the luxury tax, but you could have had, like, I think the upside of Bull Bowl is worth a roster spot, even though he's injured. And they mm-hmm. didn't have to trade both of them, but. Whatever. I mean, you might just be blinded with, like, your expectations, irrational expectations of what of Bull, Bull can yeah. be. No, yeah. I definitely am. But. <laughs> I, it's just fun to have someone who's. That's freakish on your team. I know. So, whatever. Uh, so that happened. I was like, whatever. He wasn't ever going to play anyways. And then yeah. the the Josh Richardson Derek White trade happened, and I wasn't like that. That didn't you know light up fireworks. Like, yes, Derek White. Like I wasn't you know, I wasn't bounced off the walls. I like Josh Richardson. I thought he was good for us. Mm-hmm. Then, and then they they had. Romeo Langford in there, and I was like, all right, whatever. Like Romeo was gonna play. He's garbage. He can play on the. You were trying to send me Romeo Langford to get Beal at one point. (laughs) (laughs) And then, (laughs) and then came the two first round picks. Yeah. And the one this year, I just I don't like not having a first round pick. Just no, it sucks. It's not fun. It ruins draft night, and 
now that that's stupid because we're not it's not like we're gonna win the finals or anything with Derek White and then they did you see that there's a pick swap for 2027 have we learned nothing from the Brooklyn Nets uh, a no. pick a pick swap from five years from now uh, Tatum's gonna be <laughs> 30 years old and maybe not even on the team right and I like I Derek White like he's a good defensive player he has some good scoring nights he can't shoot and he's good at defense kind of sounds like someone that's already on the roster marcus smart marcus smart <laughs> so now like great we'll have a great defense defense uh-huh. but if tatum or brown has an off night we're not scoring they're gonna be a hard team to watch oh it's, they already are a hard team to watch <laughs> they're an awful team to watch bro i can <sighs> speak from watching from watching maryland this year which by the way so, remind me to talk about that game last night but having no shooters on your team is the worst thing to watch in all of sports. I'm aware. It's so frustrating. The and then comes the uh, the Dennis Schroeder trade, which I heard like Schroeder was going to be like traded for two second round picks or whatever. I kind of like Schroeder. Like he wasn't a great shooter, but I don't know. He was fun to watch. He had some good energy. And we got Daniel Tice back, which. I don't mm-hmm. mind Daniel Tice, but he just signed a four-year, $35 million deal, and now we just traded for that deal. I don't know why. He's it, – it, I don't know either. I get it. Like, he's going to be another big man, but he's under contract for four years. He's 29 years old, and he wasn't that good. He gets fouls every time he moves on the court. <laughs> he moves – he takes one step, and he gets a foul. The, the Jan Mahimi syndrome. Yes, I, I mean I like the guy. He's a, he's a hustler. He'll be good when we have to bench out uh, Robert Williams or uh, Al Horford. But I felt like we could have gotten something for Dennis Schroeder. Mm-hmm. And, and you gave up Bruno. And we gave up Bruno, which I kind of liked Bruno. Everyone likes Bruno. Yeah, exactly. Who doesn't like Bruno? And we just gave him <laughs> up for nothing. The Yesterday, I wasn't like, I was like, all right, these trades like weren't that bad, but I kind of feel like they're ass. Now that you're like talking them. I, and I'm talking, talking through, it, through it. I like Derek White, he, he'll be fun to watch and I'm excited that he's on my team, but I wish he was like a 45% three point shooter instead of like a 31. <laughs> well, so, 45 is like ridiculously good. Give me take, like, 39, 39. 39. <laughs> Like this Whatever guy, happened to, to Neesmith? Didn't he be shooting? Was they it, refused like to thing? play them. <laughs> they refused to play anyone they draft in the draft. <laughs> so, and then I guess that's why they gave up first-round picks because they're like, we're just not going to play any of the guys anyways. Unless yeah. they're 45 years old or Jalen and Jason, they're not going to play. <laughs> I don't I, know. This one headlight. Or headlight headline from the the Derek White trade. It just says the Derek White trade is a disaster. <sighs> I wouldn't go that. <laughs> I, the tw- actually the twenty twenty seven first round pick is an that absolute is, disaster. That, that is absolutely uncalled for, and there's no reason why that should happen. The spur whoever the gym of the Spurs is should get a raise for that one specifically. <laughs> and Brad Stevens, what are you doing, man? Mm-hmm. What are you doing, like? The whole the, before the trade deadline, it was like, oh, we need shooters, we need shooters, because of course we need shooters, and we didn't get any shooters. Mm. I don't know. Hopefully, well, and you got rid of a guy who's actually a decent shooter. 
Richardson. Yes, yeah, and Richardson was playing well. Oh, man. Now I just, now I just, now you ruined my mood. I just, it's <laughs> What do you mean? You put it on the schedule. I actually, I ruined my own self. I, I, I didn't talk this through. I had, I, just I blindly... had no takes. I literally had no takes about the Celtics. I was going to come in and just play off of you. And it worked. I'm just the, reciprocating your energy. Right the, I, I, I didn't talk it through. I, these trades happened and I just like, <laughs> I pushed it off to the side. And now here it is. Talk about the future coming back. Like we couldn't. Ah, we'll do it live. We couldn't have gotten uh, well, Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Pertons. We couldn't have traded, like, I don't know. Actually, they probably don't want Richardson, but we couldn't have gotten so. Like, if they were going to give Porzingis for that Bertans? little. No, no, no. Porzingis for that little. Like, oh, oh, okay. Let me. We have something we can give them. We can give them something for Porzingis. Or, and now, if they got Spencer Dinwiddie, why didn't we trade for goddamn Jalen Brunson? Jalen Brunson's exactly what this team needs a facilitator that's good at offense. All right, I'm done. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, I'm done. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I don't I don't. understand it either. I don't... Not to, like, go big picture depression, but, like, it doesn't... I don't see what direction they're going in either. I haven't and seen... That's, the, like, that's this is not a good feeling. This is not have. a new thing, though. I have, I've seen no future yeah. with this team where there's any moves that make any sense. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully we Al Horford's gonna be expiring next year. Hopefully we can trade him. There's apparently there's an out on the what's his name Daniel Tice trade, but why trade for him if there's an out? Like I saw like out like basically we can get off his contract, but we just traded for his contract. We didn't have it. We didn't have his contract. It was stuck on the Houston Rockets, who are ass. Like (laughs) they're garbage. I, I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Big Brad is uh okay. is really disappointed in me. Hopefully I, I'm gonna root for Derek White. Like I'm not I'm not of course I'm rooting for all of them, but I, I really need something from my guy Derek White over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he better be an all-star. Yeah, he better be good. Man. <laughs> he, he better shoot the lights out. <laughs> I can't wait for, for his first game, he's gonna go like one for seven, just like every other player <laughs> on the Celtics. Twitter's gonna implode. My Twitter. I uh, I gotta say, with all these trades going on, I was active on Twitter. I was I was I, saw. I was going numbers. <laughs> You're firing away. All right. Next up, we're gonna talk about the four team trade that happened. Which I don't even know. Like four team trade should be illegal, but it's way too confusing. It's too much going on. It's so it all, the the thing about four team trades or even three team trades is it always seems like somebody slipped in there. And just, oh, like, it got nothing. Got they, or, something. Got something and gave up nothing. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. There's always something. Like I think in I this really whole. I looked into this one too. Uh, much, so yeah. I think the one who slipped in was the Detroit Pistons, who just got Marvin Bagley, <laughs> and the only thing they gave up was Josh Jackson. Which Marvin Bagley, I don't know if you remember, got drafted before Luka Doncic. Yeah. And of course he's been bad, but there's always upside. And if you're the Pistons, like why do you care? Like why do you care if you? Get Marvin Bagley. Like, go ahead. Play play him with minutes, you know. Him and Cade, why not? So. I guess, yeah. What doesn't make any like, sense so is they why. they really didn't give up anything else? I don't think so. Unless they gave up one of those second round and picks. It, <laughs> and it seems like their presence was not needed either. 
No, that could have been an individual. Like, that's the other thing. It's like, these could have just been individual trades. All the four-teamers. Right. Like, there's no reason why the Pistons and Kings could have been on a separate call. Like, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> Trey Lyles. Is Trey Lyles on? Was he on the Pistons? Let's see. I don't. Oh, he was. He was on the Pistons. So, they gave okay. him Trey Lyles as well, which another big whoop. Um, the main key from this is Serge Ibaka on the Bucks is great. Mm-hmm. This is a great deal for the Bucks. I know Serge hasn't been great this year. He kind of he's he played in the G League for a little bit because he was just didn't have his oomph anymore. But they don't have Brook Lopez right now. Divincenzo wasn't get, doing it right. And if this is a healthy Serge Ibaka, it's gonna be great for the Bucks. It's crazy that he's still around. Yeah, Ibaka. Yeah, I know. He's only thirty two. He's he's still making. Is he really only 35? Yeah. I guess he's like 40 years old. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize how bad DiVincenzo has, had been. Yeah, he was so. injured last Hall of last year. They won the chip right. without him, so you might as well get Sergi Baca, who you can play and will need to play in mm-hmm. in the playoffs. He He's a good guy to have in the playoffs. And like, even... He's experienced. He's, I don't know, he's tough. He's also... So. This is going to sound... Like stu- but he's a good locker room presence, if anything. Yeah. He's uh yeah, definitely. So Yeah, I mean that's kinda all I have. He was on the Raptors team that won the finals, right? Yep. Or was he gone by then? No, he was there. He won it and then went to the Clippers. Uh that's yeah. kinda all I have to say about this trade. There's nothing else. Like Rodney Hood and Semi Ojale don't don't do anything for me. Marvin Bagley doesn't do anything for me either. And I guess Steven Chenzo's on the Kings now, which the Kings are just Doing what they want to do. Kinda, <laughs> it's like it's they like when, didn't. They hung on to Rashawn Holmes, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did hang on to Holmes. So they have him, him and I, there's going to be a lot of good buyout guys. That oh, the Celtics going to need a buyout guy. They have five <laughs> roster spots. They signed two of their G League guys, mm-hmm. and we need some buyout guys desperately. If we get Isaiah Thomas, I might lose my mind. That's going to be terrible. I don't want Isaiah Thomas. I love Isaiah. Did great things for the city, but I really don't want Isaiah no, Thomas. You bring, on my team. <laughs> you bring Isaiah Thomas back when you're like 14th in the East, and yeah, you or need the to sell some or tickets. the Lakers, and you need That's something. That's when you bring him back. Yeah, I don't. Uh. <laughs> so other small trades. He's lurking happen. too. He's been lurking for a while. No, he's always lurking. He he got Brad Stevens had it. He mentioned him today, and I was like, oh my god, Brad. <laughs> So, some smaller trades. Thaddeus Young is on the Raptors now uh, for Goran Dragic. Thaddeus which, Young is still in the league? I know. And so is Goran Dragic. Which yeah, think... What is this? Like the 2013 trade <laughs> deadline? Paul Millsap got traded? <laughs> Drummond? Ibaka? The, I think apparently Gordon's going to get uh, bought out. So they got to protect it mm-hmm. first from the Raptors. And... I guess that like they needed a center, but I guess that he's young is cool. Like sure, that does nothing. Again, does nothing for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see what other small trades that did nothing for me happened. Oh, Pacers, Tory and Craig. I guess he's good. Like he's all right. Well, Indiana got Jalen Smith. But yes, that was the other thing. Jalen Smith. I wanted him to go to the Celtics. Yeah, I wanted him on the Wizards. He's uh he's good. I think they don't really play him. They never really played him. Well, he had like one big game. I remember. I know Maryland basketball Twitter was like all up and excited because, or maybe it was like, I think he had two blocks in a game 
or he like just doesn't get any playing dunk. time. Yeah, I know. So it'll be excited to see them him on the tanking Pacers. So that'll mm-hmm. be fun. Any other? Yeah, I gotta make it a, a note of mine to actually watch the Pacers now because I want to see how, how he turns out in the NBA. I always thought that he could like he can be a really good NBA player. He just needs a lot of time. I think Bruno can be too, but Bruno doesn't have the skill set that Jalen does, though. Yeah, no, that's true. He doesn't have the scoring ability. I don't think like he was a good post player in college, but that stuff. I don't know. A lot of the time, that doesn't really translate to the NBA when everybody's as big as you. Fair. Right, Jalen just had like really good basketball skills. I I I I, uh, I don't really know. You watched all of Maryland, so. I don't really know, but go speak your truth about bottom. <laughs> Chris has his uh, stamp of approval on Jalen Smith still. Yeah. <laughs> I'd okay. rather have him than Porzingis. No, <laughs> oh, <God>, really? Really? <laughs> You're there. You're already there. Porzingis <laughs> just pissed him off that much that he's already there. <laughs> Hasn't even played a game yet. All right. Well, I think that does it. Those were all the, the NBA trades. This was, it was a refreshing NBA trade deadline. It was nice that mm-hmm. the hype finally lived up to it. And maybe it would, might have been terrible for me. Hopefully the Celtics... Hopefully <laughs> At least it works we got out. some content out of it. Yes, and hopefully it works out. But we finally got some trades done and we don't have to just project that trades could happen. And then when we do the trade deadline, talk about nothing. So... <laughs> anyways, let's move on. Chris, did you know that something's happening Sunday? Something big is happening Sunday. Mm. Come on. There's a concert in LA. Yeah, and the puppy bowl. Dr. Dre. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's the Super Bowl this weekend. So let's get down and let's talk some money. Let's get down to business. Defeat, what is it? The Mons? I don't know. I don't know the song. But, anyways. What? Come on. Like, let the. The Disney song. Let's get down to business. Oh. I don't know what it is, though. Anyways, let's talk about bets. Let's talk about money. Open up your books. Let's talk about football. Write this shit down. We're coming in with some heat. <laughs> and Chris, go first. Which, tails. I love Tails. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love Tails. If I you may pick or Hedger, may not know someone who has a sizable wager on Tails. How much? How much are we talking? I think it's 50 bucks on tails so not like St- no it's guess, 50 bucks a... on tails <laughs> holy it shit. never fails so you can't really like can't complain about it if, even if you lose you're like well it never fails so that's true my head was in the right spot that's true uh with the coin toss being mentioned already i have the winner of the coin toss loses the game minus uh 105 which if you look back how do you get those odds on that? I, like, I why is it only I, minus 105? Why isn't it like at least minus 110? That makes no sense. I to have me. no idea. But <laughs> the the past it hasn't the the winner of the coin toss hasn't won the Super Bowl since Seattle beat Denver on Super Bowl 48. Just saying. Interesting. Just so saying. This one's got some research behind it's, it. Yes, this has it has history behind it. There is so the Seattle Seahawks were the last team to win the coin toss and then also win the Super Bowl. Pretty impressive. It's been yeah. a while since they've won the Super Bowl. If if you don't I mean know. the the law of large numbers would tell you to 
roll with the other side then. Nah, 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 nah. Okay. It's about skill. They they get the coin toss and they're feeling cocky, you know? It's all it's all in the mindset of the be- of the players. <laughs> all right. Sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tails also has a leg up on heads all time in Super Bowls. I think it's like twenty nine to twenty six. Really? Across that one as well. Yeah. So not a ridiculous advantage, but you'd be profitable if you bet Tails every time. <laughs> anyway, my next one. My site has player comparisons. And I was looking at total rushing yards. And Cam Akers is favored, like, head-to-head against Joe Mixon by six and a half. I'm taking Mixon plus six and a half for rushing yards. So, what is it? Plus six and a half rushing yards, just specifically? Yards, yeah. Oh, that's an easy one. Or I could just take Mixon leading rusher versus Akers, which is probably slightly better odds. I like that because I don't think Akers is going to get a lot of carries. He has been not need, like you look at his numbers and I don't know why he's like has these odds. No, I know. He hasn't been good in the whole playoffs. Ever since he's been back, he hasn't been good, which I don't blame the guy. He tore his goddamn Achilles and now is playing mm. for a Super Bowl run. But you know, it's just not it's not really working right now. It's not that he gets twenty he might get twenty carries, but he'll get ten yards with it, you know? Yeah. So Maybe he not doesn't 10. scare me at all. No, he doesn't scare me at all either. Let me try to find. Okay, Mixon to have the most rushing yards is minus 116. So, so you might as well take the plus six and a half. So since we're we're talking about rushing yards right now, Sony Michelle, most rushing <laughs> yards in the game, minus 900. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Give me the minus, I mean, plus 900. Sorry, not minus uh-huh. 900. Plus 900 for. Him to like the the ran, or the the Bengals are not going to be able to run the ball, and if there's any sort of competence, they'd give Sony Michelle carries instead of Acres because Acres has been trash. And Sony Michelle's been what's there. The, uh, He's done it. What's the Sony Michelle touchdown line? Oh, I don't know. That, I would take that. I I do think he'll I'll get a touchdown to as well, but I just think Joe Mixon will. I think he's going to get a lot more receiving yards than he does rushing yards. And Sony Michelle, I feel like could win this with like 80 yards. Yeah, no, that's true. So I think it's great odds. You're really getting the bang for your buck here, and I love it. Give me Sony. I got it. You know, I ha- you knew I had to have a Sony bet. I know. Sony <laughs> Sony first touchdown score plus 1700. I kind of like that too. First touchdown score. Yeah. Mm. Or last. Interesting. Well, which one do we like better, first, first or last? I would go last. The first touchdown, the only reason why I say that, minus 145 to be under the nu- the number of the touchdown, the player who scored the touchdown, 23 and a half. Basically, it just can't be a rushing touchdown. To be any other touchdown, just can't be a rushing touchdown Wait. by any of the running backs. Or a catching touchdown. Oh, that's right. I, I was thinking like receivers are in the 80s, but like they're all Not in anymore. the teams now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think all the, I mean, unless it's, Unless it's T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, or any of the other running backs, this is this is it. I mean, Cooper Cobb, mm-hmm. Odell Beckham, uh, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, all are under. So, I think it's just good odds. Good bet. Good solid bet. I can't get off the Sony thing. I'm still looking at the Rams, specifically Rams, <laughs> last touchdown scorer, Sony Michelle, Sony for Michelle. plus 1,000. 
Yeah, but you can get most rushing yards. Not, like, the, that's what I'm saying. Like, the plus 1,000 and I like stuff. that one way better. You like that one way better than the most yes. rushing yards in the game? He's going to get, like, the third most carries in the game. Not but if they play the it five right. Yard line. Not if they play it right. What do you mean, not if they play it right? I'm saying don't like rush playoffs. Yeah, and they haven't gotten like, crap from their running back. So, time to switch it up. Uh, yes. <laughs> Ride my like boy. He's better. been there before. He's beaten the Rams boy, before. In a different way. <laughs> well, I'm at the Rams. Oh, okay. The they 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 should know out of everybody that he is a Super Bowl player. It's Mr. Sony Michelle. <laughs> He's been there before. He's been there and beaten the Rams before. So that's right. <laughs> so they should know. But all right. Anyways, let's, um, let's continue. My next one, and this one I flipped on. It's Burrow under 11 and a half rushing yards. And when I saw the line, I was like, oh, got to go over on the Burrow yards. Like, remember those two third down conversions he had where he ran? And then I looked up, like, his game-by-game game rushing yards. Let me pull it up real quick. Oh, I bet he averages, it's like, not, five. It's not, a fair, it's not a fair line at all. No, I bet he He's averages, gotten like over five. 11 three times. In, in his career? In 21 games. So, that was where that bet was placed. 25 last sense. week against the Chiefs. 25, the Broncos. How much did he get against, against Did he get any against the Titans? Um, He got it five. In that game, he was running for his life. Yeah. yeah. Still only mustered five yards. <laughs> mustard. So... That's where that one. It, it, I hate taking unders on player props. It's like the least fun bets to make. Mm -hmm. But it's but there. It's the 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 numbers say I feel it's like, there. Yeah, I the numbers the math lines up here. And oh, good old math. It's tough, it's tough to go against the math. The number one enemy of the the wise guys, <laughs> besides Zuck. Zuckerberg and math and math. <laughs> All right, my next my next one is sacks in a game over four and a half. Minus 245. This could be Rams sacks in a game. <laughs> Minus four and a half. Or I was looking at, I was trying game. to find the Rams sack line. I bet the I line. It was like a ridiculous odds. It's got to be crazy. I think it was like three and a half and it was still minus 200 or something. Like it's Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, and Von Miller. You, They got to get at least <laughs> against four Against the worst offensive line, line yes. that's ever played in a Super Bowl. Yes. Against a guy who got murdered in the divisional round for nine sacks. <laughs> <laughs> so now, like, I don't even need, I don't need nine sacks. I just need four and a half. I need half of those. And I don't mm. even need them on Burrow. I think the Bengals have a decent pass rush. And, I don't know, Stafford gets himself into some stupid situations, so. Yeah, he does. You know what I was looking for? Oh, what's the, the Stafford interception line? That's a Not must. even that. I want either Stafford fourth quarter interception or last turnover or last interception thrown to be Stafford. Because I feel he, like you can get even money there with oh, Burrow versus Stafford last interception. Give me Stafford. Yeah, he throw. I mean, he is – he always gives you one, man. He will give you one every single time. So I'm waiting. It's going to happen at yes, some point. Yes, it, it'll happen at some point. You just got to catch it. Like, the Niners didn't catch yeah. it. So <laughs> if right. you catch it, you'll get the It was right out. there. <laughs> and, well, in the Bucks game, it didn't happen either, but it was substituted with – a snap that went 10 feet over his head and then three more fumbles that followed that 
Yeah, the, the, the team took one on that one. He didn't throw yeah. the pick, but the, <laughs> the rest of the team took it. They said, yeah, don't worry. We got this. Um, I can't find it. Sorry, off. we're both looking. Total interceptions yeah. thrown over no, I over it, yeah. under a half. Got to be over. I mean, come on. Just now. for Stafford? Yeah. I'll take that. It's minus and 170. Even money? No, it's minus 170. Oh, minus 170. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's not that great. Not great odds. Well, I, that seems like something that gets thrown into a parlay. No, oh, definitely. Somehow. Definitely. This is... My list is for some good stuff. It, like, this will be a parlay killers if you want to use my <laughs> list. Because my next one, I have Snoop Dogg shoes during the halftime <laughs> show. Gold or yellow, plus 600. I mean... What were the other options? Because I didn't see... I didn't have this one. So... Let me look at it. Let me see if I can search it in the uh, the whole website. I just looked up Snoop. No events found. Okay. Um, <laughs> let me see if I can find it again. There was blue, which is – that was the favorite is blue. I don't know why blue would be the favorite. Shoes. I don't know why they all won't be the same odds. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Blue, white – actually, white is the favorite. Sorry. Black, orange, red, purple, silver, green, or pink. Yellow is that is such an easy bet. The Rams, the, you the Snoop Dogg is two options. He's either a Steelers fan or a Rams fan, and mm-hmm. both those teams have yellow. <laughs> so give me the odds, baby, plus six hundred. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, like sure, why not? Ride it, you know? I guess. Ride it. That's the things with these prop bets. It's like you might as well just take the ones that have good odds oh yeah and ones that make sense like it makes sense he's mm-hmm. he, uh, black and yellow you know come on i don't think that was sam was, it? That was, was that snoop dogg i don't think that was snoop dogg but he's that was, you know, was khalifa yeah but still he's a steelers fan whatever go ahead yeah okay <laughs> uh i have the Bengals to score first in the second half at plus 110 because i feel like that's what they do and the Rams get up early, and they struggle. And this this could be entirely recency bias, but that's just a gut call. I I, I visualized it like maybe the Rams go into halftime up seventeen to three. We're like, uh oh, the Bengals are in trouble. And then Burrow gets the ball, and they go score. And the defense turns up a half. Yeah, the defense doesn't play until the half, so. They'll, and if they don't get the ball at half, they'll get a turnover because, you know, defense shows up. And then mm-hmm. that's a good one. I like that. Whatever Rams second half team total under also might be a good one. <laughs> that makes sense. That sounds like oddly – when you read the whole thing out, it sounds like really specific. I remember last Super Bowl, I live bet the Chiefs second half total over, I think, and it didn't hit. No, none of those overs hit in the Chiefs. No, they did not. Let's see if I can. We know why. It's because they won the coin toss. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Team to score first. All right. While you look for that, my next one. Under two and a half touched. Oh, wait. That's both teams. You know what? I won't make that No, you're fine. (laughs) I uh, had to go. I I had to throw the Gatorade color in there somewhere. And blue is great odds plus another plus 600 for blue mm-hmm. i'm trying to look it up right now so i can find the uh the favorites are but orange i know is plus 200 people think it's orange because the Bengals. yeah but they're in la it's the la rams no 
They're bl- and well, also they also said I I think it was Sam Hubbard when he went on part of my take said that they've had orange like all year, so that could throw things off. Hmm. I don't like what was that. the other? There was another one that was also plus two hundred. What's another common one? Red is two fifty. No way is it red? Red stains. Yeah, lime green is three, three hundred. Blue is six hundred. Purple is uh. Purple's always. Uh, I saw purple plus nine hundred. Yeah, eight fifty, yeah. and then water Sometimes. is seven hundred. Ew. Or clear. What about none? I guess that counts as water. There's nothing on none here. Okay. I, the, I find this then. The blue. I just feel like they're in the LA Stadium. I think the Rams are gonna win. <laughs> and I just think blue makes sense. But okay, I see blue at plus two fifty on this post. Oh, gotta go on Bovada then. Bovada's got it plus six hundred. Why do we have different odds like that though? I don't know, but it makes me want to hammer it. There's something behind that. It makes me want to hammer it right now. I smell they something. Change off. It. And red is plus seven hundred on this one. I just put five hundred. I mean five dollars on it, not five hundred. <laughs> five hundred Gatorade. I just hammered blue. I just hammered blue right now. Uh, anyways, the the blue. I just I don't know. I last two Super Bowls ago, there was the Rams. Not Rams. Sorry, Niners and Chiefs. Two mm-hmm. red teams, and the color was like green. They're not so. going to use red. That's true. Eh, but why not? Stain the coach's shirt. Who cares? He gets a new one every game. That's true. I feel McVay kind of strikes me as like a I don't want Gatorade dumped on me kind of guy. <laughs> you get that impression from him? Like, Probably. that's why, honestly, I kind of like the nun. Probably a little bit. Gatorade. But I Either think that or he's like, he's going to sprint away from it. Oh, he hustles. We've seen him hustle on he the sideline. He'll run away. If they try to get him. Yeah, he'll start booking it. But I guess that doesn't affect the color unless he runs fast enough where they can't even dump it. That'd be a shame. And then That's really a loser oh, move. That'd be so tragic. That's a loser move. I know. You just want the super. Like you can get wet. Yeah, you can get wet. I hate Shit. coaches that do yeah. that. I agree. If I was a coach and I just won the Super Bowl, I'd be like, bring it on. Give me the game. I'd, I'd be like, douse me in anything. It's all part of the deal. I douse me in anything, man. I don't care. I just won the damn Super Bowl. This is what I've been work working for. <laughs> uh, Uzumu said that he would take a chili bath. <laughs> yes, I did see that. In Skyline Chili. Yes. Yeah. I'd do it to win the Super Bowl. Of course I would. Well, yeah, but that's like, you're not saying I'll do a chili bath and then we'll win the Super Bowl. No, yeah. If no, we win fair, the Super Bowl, fair. then I'll do a chili. Like, that doesn't make any sense. That was like who... the Mike Rabel thing. Yeah, I cut his penis off. Cut off his penis yeah. to win the Super Bowl. And people were like, oh, if they win the Super Bowl, he has to cut it off. It's like, that's not what he said at all. <laughs> but that is what Uzumu is saying. Yes. No, he will have to would be awesome. douse himself in Thailand chili. I, who, like, there's always that guy that, you know, it's like, oh, I'll do this if, like, you guys do that. It's like, who brings <laughs> this up? So, like, is CJ Uzumu just sitting there at home? Like, man, if we win the Super Bowl, I'm going to douse myself in chili. <laughs> It's like, okay. What did he say? He went on part of my take. I feel like that was that where it was from because that would make perfect sense. Probably. I don't know. They I were also know. the ones that produced the quote that Sam Hubbard, they asked him about Harambe. Yes. And he yes. said that they're doing it for Harambe. They're doing it for Harambe. And then it like went viral. I was like, okay, well, if you listen to the interview. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have a. Do you have no, any we're more? track. Yeah, I have more. Of course. I. This one oh, is. I'll old. save this. Part. This one's No, great. I'll save this. All right, word. The 
Bengals over one and a half field goals is a lock. It has to be. Minus 120. It has to be a lock. McPherson. And they also don't finish in the red zone. Yeah, I know. They don't They don't finish, so it's a lock. That's a major lock. Mm. All right. Yeah, I love that. Mine, Flea Flicker, yes, <laughs> plus 245. Love it. Give me it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Plus 245 for a Flea Flicker? Like, come on. Give me something. Have these teams run? I feel like I've seen Flea Flickers in the playoffs so far. I can't remember who was running them, though. Was it either of these teams? I don't know, but I think that may, that makes me like them better. If it's not, mm-hmm. I want, they haven't like, busted it out yeah, yet. Yeah, they haven't busted it out. They're saving it. I've seen so, Sony passes a mean flea flicker back. <laughs> I've seen it. I I lived it. I was there watching it. But I don't know. I just I think it's good odds. Like why not? <laughs> you got to pull out all stops in the Super Bowl. So might yeah, as well try flea flicker. No, I hear you. I'm not doing the QB throw though. I'm I mean, non QB throw. I'm, yeah, I'm over it. I'm oh, over that was that. last. Yeah, that was two weeks time. ago. I'm over it. There's no Debo. Odell, I feel like could chuck it though. He could, but nah. I'm, they've already done that. <laughs> they've already done it. All right. All right. You want me to start going in my? I only have one parlay listed, but I have like three that I like for the same player. Okay. <laughs> my guy. Take it away. My guy Tyler Boyd, who everyone always sleeps on. In fantasy, in real life, like they have Chase, they have Higgins. It's like, wait, they still have Tyler Boyd. I feel like this is his breakout game. Where, like, is, everyone is, is reminded Tyler that Boyd Tyler game? Boyd is on this team. The, the so let Tyler me just give Boyd you <laughs> let me give you a couple parlays for Tyler Boyd that you can choose which one depending on how crazy you want to get. All right. First one is five receptions, 50 receiving yards, one touchdown, and the Bengals to win for plus 1050. Okay. That's a nice return. That's a good return. That's yeah. a pretty nice return. Uh, let's get a little more crazy here and find the next one, which is <laughs> Tyler Boyd to have 100 receiving yards, a touchdown, and the Bengals to win. That's plus 2,500. That's still reasonable, That's a, though. It is reasonable. And this one might be my favorite. Tyler Boyd to have two touchdowns and the Bengals to win for plus 2,600. That's a good one because you don't have to worry about the yards. He can just be. Yeah, it's just the touchdowns. Yeah. It's only two of them. Yeah, that is true. That Those are all, I think, all pretty solid things. I don't uh, don't necessarily like. I don't I don't know. Like, when we finally take our picks, I don't. I'm still, like, I, I, don't, I don't even know what I'm going to do. But the. <laughs> are we? Yeah, we didn't talk about, like, are we. We'll do we that after. these down to three official picks. Oh no 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 no! We'll we'll just take all these. We're just giving them out there, you know. Just sending them out. Just throw them out. We're, we're giving out for the people. We're here for the people. But I meant like to pick the game. Uh, mm. but I if if Tyler Board goes off, the Bengals will win. So it'll be a great. That's a great return. Mm-hmm. That's another one where I just visual. I read it and then I visualized it in my head and I was like, "Yep, that's going to happen." Nice. That's a good one. <laughs> all right, I have. My last pick is Joe Mixon under a hundred and a half yards. And you, as you said, with Joe Burrow, Total, right? It's not fun to say again. Total, like receiving yeah. and rushing. I'm assuming. Oh, I didn't even think about that. No, it's rushing. It's rushing yards. Not a plus two fifty. I could have sworn it was rushing yards because no. I did a. It was in the the rushing section of the. That. Are you sure it's not minus two fifty? 
It's not minus. Because his total on mine is like 60-something. Really? Yeah. Let me let me relook. But as uh, whatever Joe Mixon's under is, I like it. The okay. I just don't unless it's like 50. Like come on. But I just don't think they're gonna be able to run. They have they haven't been able to run recently in a while, and they're also facing Aaron Donald. So <laughs> fair. All right. Fair enough. Oh yeah, no, that it. was sorry. It was over. The over was plus two fifty. The under is minus four hundred. Oh, eesh. <laughs> I still like the under, but that's ugh, that's bad. That's really bad. Throw the parlay. Scrap. Yeah, throw the four hundred in the parlay, but scrap that pick. Don't do it straight <laughs> up. It's not worth it. All right. You want to pick the game? I mean, you said it all year. That's... Before the season started, it's such a boring pick, but this is our team. We have to. We have to. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the Bengals spread, though. I think it's a three oh, point I... game. Yeah, I do that'll, like... be my, that'll be I my. I do prediction. like the Bengals spread. The it feels kind of like un-American to pick the Rams, though. Like, I know everyone in the world wants this. Bengals well, sometimes, that, sometimes everyone's hero doesn't win. Oh, I know. And it would be it'd be almost too perfect. If they won, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. Here's what you got to go going for you for the Rams. They're at they're at home. This is a mm-hmm. home game for them. They didn't have to travel. They're already on the West Coast. All things that, you know, implied with when I said the home, but just ex- just explaining for the people out there. Mm-hmm. Um they have a veteran quarterback uh and I guess Joe Burrow is, you know, a veteran quarterback, but by 2 years and 1 year. I mean, 3 years, 1 year didn't play, but I don't know. You have Matt Stafford. You have Cooper Cup. He's been the best offensive weapon this whole year. You have probably the two best players in the NFL with Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup on your team. And not that's not even mentioning Jalen Ramsey in the backfield. Weddle has been great for them. Some somehow he's mm. playing. He's like <laughs> he was like us not three weeks ago. But uh, so this team is built with stars. It's built. It was built to win the Super Bowl. We had them all year gotta ride it home yep can't switch now no definitely can't. and i still like they're they're the better team undeniably they have they are they are the better team and i think like no one's refuting that either no it's just no. and i think that's why people on the want other side burrow. yes <laughs> here's and what all playoffs here's what the rams well, have have burrow yes and here's what the rams have going against them joe burrow yep that's this it. this team and literally it's a lot going against them and it, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it is. This team crawls back. It, it never dies. This game, mm-hmm. it, like, this team is so resilient. It's such a good, they have such a good, like, strong leadership. But he's honestly, like, Burrow is the first guy, I think, in my lifetime where he's been this young and people have made, like, Brady comparisons. I, I know he hasn't won anything yet. Yeah. And, like, he's not going to win seven rings. But where people make that comparison, and I'm like, I see it. Like, he just has that absolute killer instinct where you just look at it. Like, he's just sitting there like this, and you're like, "Uh uh-oh. We're We're up by two touchdowns. We're in trouble. Doesn't matter. So, I don't know. I love him. And I'm going to hate rooting against him. I love him, too. 
I, I think he's a great guy. He's a great quarterback. But and he had the that's the other thing against the Rams is that they have Joe Burrow who has been so calm and collective this whole time. He won the national championship, so he's been in like he's compared. He said none of these NFL stadiums have been as loud as the SEC. Mm-hmm. And he won a national championship in the SEC. So he Alex, knows people were freaking like. out about that when he was like, Yeah, I expect Arrowhead to be as loud as the SEC stadiums. And people were like, Oh, oh, oh. And it's like, Look at the SEC stadium. <laughs> like, they seat more people. And the people that go to those games are, are lunatics. Insane. Are lunatics. They're absolutely insane. <laughs> like, you don't think the game that where Bama was two and LSU is three. Like, you don't think that crowd was as loud as Arrowhead is? Yeah, like you're tripping balls. Yeah, that, right. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, there's no playoff games in the SEC. It's like, yeah, they're all playoff games. Yeah, every time they face each other, <laughs> it's a playoff game. Yeah. No, and yeah, give me a break. And everyone who buys those tickets is, a, is like, at some point, a former student. So they all mm-hmm. have that student energy in them, and they're just loud. They're just loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the... I really hate rooting against the Bengals, but I just think mm-hmm. it's I think it just happens. They have that. They clock, they just, they, uh, I think it's that offensive line that's really going to kill them too. Yeah, I mean it should have against the Titans. Like they had no business winning that game. That's the craziest part of this whole playoff run. They should have been out. Is that they won that game? Yeah. Like that was more surprising than the Chiefs game. I think. No, it was because after that happened, like of course everyone probably still had a lot of money on the Chiefs, but. People really thought those Bengals were going to win, and they I did. I picked them to win. I, yeah. Same. Same. <laughs> 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 On air. Go back and listen. All right. So, our official picks, we both like, of course, we, we both like the spread for the Bengals, but we're taking the, taking the Rams. Score predictions? Should we do it? Sure. I Score predictions are so... I'm going to go... Mm, 31-28 Rams. 23-20 Rams. I think it's lower scoring than people lower expect. Scoring. Oh, I, it's... Tyler Boyd scores both Bengals touchdowns. <laughs> I made sure when I was thinking about it, I was like, make sure to give them two field goals too because they have to get, yes, they gotta yes, get those. Yes, they got to get the field goals. All right. We have uh, one last thing to just oh, end I, off. I threw some extra stuff. Yeah, I saw. There. We have some stuff to throw there. <laughs> so Dan is back in the conversation. <laughs> I'm starting to get like a little bit excited because the NFL just like ratted him out to Congress and because Congress was like calling out the NFL for blocking like the documents from coming out and the NFL just sent them a letter that was like, hey, it's actually Dan's fault that these documents haven't been released. It's not our fault. Dan de Guadalamo Bray. Let's get him arrested. (laughs) Once the NFL... Is no longer on his side. He's done. Oh yeah, if the, so, if Goodell and the other owners will turn, if they eventually ever turn on him, he's out. Mm-hmm. So that's like it's the first step. We're we're we'll starting. See. We're starting. We're, the ball the ball is rolling. All right, we'll that's see good. if anything happens. I'm not expecting anything to actually happen out of it, but it's at least encouraging that they're no longer like hyping him up anymore and defending him. Well, that's good. That's that's I think is big. I'm I'm happy for you. Thank you. No problem. I had people on Twitter today were like, if Snyder is actually forced out, like, is the new owner just gonna come in and rename the team again? I was like, please. 
Yeah, please do. And do also throw a parade. You guys should throw <laughs> a Super Bowl parade if if you Oh, I would go. That'd be hilarious. It would, I think they'd sell they might sell out their first game if Dang, yeah, they might I'd go. They'd make so much money. I know. Just from Yeah, that guy is such a crook. <laughs> All right. And then uh you want to talk about some some Maryland hoops. Yeah, that was earlier that I mentioned that. I mean, they just got absolutely trounced last night by Iowa. It was uh it was quite the scene. And I realized that like I don't care anymore because I was watching and I was like kind of rooting for Iowa. Uh-huh. Just like two players in particular, Jordan Bohannon hit 10 threes. Dope. And I was just like I want to watch him hit threes all night. It was so fun to watch, like against my own team. And then Keegan Murray, who's like an all Big Ten player, I was like, this guy's so fun to watch. Like, just keep scoring against my team. I don't care. And that was when I was like, all right, this is a serious problem that I care this little. <laughs> and somebody on Twitter, it, like our stupid Barstool account, which I think I should be running the Barstool account because they don't know anything. Like, they tweet, they're like, number three on Iowa is like can't miss and i was like if you watch any big 10 basketball you know who jordan bohan is he's been there for like six years but they were like i think i speak for everyone when i say this is the most disappointing game in recent memory i was like i wasn't disappointed at all like we're not good we're playing against a team that's better than us wasn't disappointed at all the indiana game was disappointing because we had hope and then they came out and looked flat this was just like that there's a difference between bad and disappointing this was just bad but i didn't even care so that's the state of the program right now. Um, it sucks that they have to, this is like the 20th anniversary of the national championship team. So they have to honor them at a game this year. So it yeah. sucks that like, this is the team that <laughs> it's that like has to probably play for the them. worst Maryland team since that team that won the oh. championship. Uh, but that game will be fun. Other than that, I'm pretty much out. The, so I want to talk about my side, Gamecocks basketball. And I've come to the conclusion that I am too far into my collegiate career for Frank Martin to be fired. It's just not worth it for me. It right. is. There's there's not going to be a new system that'll come back. Like unless we get some Beamer type basketball coach that can change everything in one year, which you can't. Uh, it's just I, it's not worth it. So I'm just sticking with uh, sticking with Frank. I'm gonna stick supporting him. Sticking and staying supporting him until I graduate. Second, he second I'm gone, he's gone though. That's why. <laughs> second I'm gone, I want him out. And dude, this this team's garbage. Yeah, yeah, they. It's tough. It really is such like, I don't know. It's so sad to have a team that that's bad because it's like you can almost feel it on campus. That just no one cares. No one and cared that's, anyways. That's a stocky feeling. Like the the fact that, oh man, there was. Uh, a couple Kentucky kids in our student section mm-hmm. and the security guards kicked out our students that were yelling at him. They didn't kick out the other guys. They kicked out our students. So what like that was just an absolute disappointment. And from that, mm-hmm. from the whole fans point uh, and then the product on the field, they just, the problem with this damn Gamecocks team they always come back like they always like drag me back in i'm always mm-hmm. off the hook and then they throw down another line oh. and i'm just oh, I'm, i know i take that hook and i'm like <laughs> dude and i know exactly how that feels like me and my roommate 
were leaving the Kentucky game. They were down by 13 at the end. Mm. Or maybe it was we were down by like yeah, maybe it was like 13. And then all we hear is we like we are literally out of like the seating area. We're in like the the outside, like the lobby. And here we hear three, and we just, <laughs> we ran back inside like oh shit. And there was like a minute left, and we we were right. just two dumbasses running back inside, <laughs> wasting our time. Yeah. They, they, there's no one that like this. It feels like it's like Celtics. They can't shoot, mm-hmm. or only they can't play defense either. They're awful three point shooters, and they take these terrible shots. They mm-hmm. can't hit free throws to save their lives. They, they really can't hit anything, actually. <laughs> I'd like to see Maryland play South Carolina. I think it would be a good match. That sounds like where the, I think it would be the worst game ever to watch. That's what it, I'm getting. The other thing, like, what is really cha- what's really flipped me on Frank is that his subbing makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. He, uh, he subs like a madman. And <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. None, no one can ever get in a rhythm. We have good players that are like four stars and they play two minutes, but they play – it's not even like they play two minutes at the end of the game. They play two minutes in like the third quarter where we sub out our hot player and they play mm-hmm. two minutes and they sub in someone else. It just – like there's no feel for the game, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what's bothering me. So, I mean, maybe maybe it would be better if he got fired, but I just feel like nothing's going to – nothing's going to change within my next two years, so we might as well keep him. Yeah, that's fair. Because, like, people don't understand how hard it is to rebuild. No, no. Like, that is a whole... It's not like professional sports where you suck, you get a top draft pick. It, there's a reason why... Everything. There's a reason it's like why... It's a complete rebrand of the program. There's a reason why Kentucky years. and Duke have been good for so long. It's because mm-hmm. they haven't changed anything in so yeah. long. <laughs> so, that... And, that's the other thing with football too, where you actually got to build something. Like you can't just mm-hmm. grab a new coach, try it out again. You just got to build something. Yeah, and, and you can't fully evaluate a coach until like three or four years. Oh yeah, and even then you're like, okay, let's give him. He's got his guys in now. Let's give him like another year or two. Yeah, like my what I keep saying with, like I'm not gonna care until I'm not gonna want him fired until I'm leaving. It's because. If they fire him now, I'm just accepting the crappy teams that are coming. But mm-hmm. if they keep him, I still have hope. They could still drag <laughs> me in every freaking Saturday. I'm wasting my damn time going to those games an hour beforehand. Yep. Get the good seats. And watch him play like dog shit. So, mm-hmm. yep, I'm right there with you. And it is what it is. But I'll be there on Saturday at uh, the 19th, CLSU. Oh, I'm not missing a game. No, I'll see there at LSU. No chance am I missing a game. We got now, Penn State next on – it's a red out. Excited. Red out. Already excited. <laughs> it's funny because, like, now it's to the point where it's like, I got to see who's on Missouri. Got to see who's on Mississippi State, LSU. Like, let's see what that is. Yeah, NBA that's the other thing. Like, like I, I, like, watch these guys on TV, and, like, I'm like, I want to watch them up close. And I do it for free. Yeah, I get it for awesome. free. Like, why wouldn't I want to go? Yeah. That's the other thing is, my our, I don't know about your student section, but mine is so bad. Our, I mean, ours hasn't been great this year, but like for big games, it has been. It's been really good. Yeah, it was good for the Kentucky like when game. we when Maryland is it. good, like we have one of the better student sections I think in the country. It's funny though, at the brag. Kentucky game, 
was the whole student section was packed head to toe but then there was the other side of the court that was all blue mm-hmm. it was yeah. all blue they started chanting go big blue and we started going f big blue f big blue <laughs> We're all sticking up our middle fingers. Uh-huh. Oh, dude. They, I'm surprised like a riot didn't happen. We mm-hmm. were so mad at them. And there was these, the guys that I mentioned, they were behind us. And they were sitting there. They didn't do anything. And we would just stand up and go, boo, <laughs> boo. And uh, dude, it was chaos when those guys got kicked out. Like, stu- mm-hmm. like students were no, ready to go to town on these guys. <laughs> And there's still been no statement from Ray Tanner, our public uh, or our sports, whatever, our head, whatever, but our athletic director. But there needs to be uh-huh. some. They started kicking out people last year at the baseball games for heckling. And he came out Ugh. and said, like, oh, like, we can't be doing that. So yeah, there's no ridiculous. He, Let him uh, heckle. It's part, it's, we're students. Part of the game. We're students. It's part of the fun. Uh, oh, well. Well, at least we both have shitty basketball teams. <laughs> <laughs> People around here, they keep saying, like, oh, well, at least it's lacrosse season. I'm like, cool. No one watches that anyways. Have fun. Well, some people here do. Like, yeah, well, lot. that's true. Yeah, I'm sure a bunch of people go there. I don't, I don't really care. Nah, I... Yeah. I want to get in the Actually, PLL, though. We should be a PLL podcast. Get in there. I don't know if I have the time for that. Yeah, it's over the summer, though. So nothing else baseball. is on. Oh, baseball might not even. No, nah, that's not that baseball <laughs> not might not exist by the time <laughs> summer happens. All right, that I think that does it. We were expecting like two hours, but you know, one hour and twenty minutes is pretty good. We got kinda, a lot in there. Yeah, we fit a lot in for an hour and twenty minutes. All right, well, hope everyone enjoyed. We're gonna do a podcast on Monday for the Super Bowl. We're not waiting till Wednesday. It's too long for the Super Bowl, and. We'll see you guys Monday. We'll drop, we'll drop a time when we figure out a time. But mm-hmm. see everybody Monday. Enjoy the weekend. Stay safe during the Super Bowl. Make lots of money. See you guys there.